Hello, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. I have not said that in a long time. Feels really weird to say it. Um, but hello, welcome to the Positioned Podcast. So, a little bit about Positioned. What Positioned is is um a podcast where you just position yourself to focus and tune in on Christ. Position with your arms up with some praise. Position with your arms down with just your ears. Get positioned because we're fixing to get positioned together and get focused on the Lord. So, welcome. Today, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about something the Lord shared with me earlier today. Really struck home. It really convicted my heart. And so I want to talk about it. So a little backstory on it. So first of all, um, it is Sunday. So this morning we had church. It was an incredible, incredible service. Um, And I'm going to be completely humble, open, and transparent with you guys because this is my platform of transparency. This is my platform where I talk just about you know, me and what God has said and spoken to me and what I feel he um, wants to encourage someone with. And this is just my my hot platform, my humble, open and transparent platform. Um, so um, I'm going to try to keep this podcast short because I, you know, I didn't plan on putting this in a podcast, but it was something I really wanted to talk about because it hit me so hard and it really shifted how I viewed the day. So today, um, we were preparing for worship and I was really down and I had a very large spirit of defense over me and a really hard, just, I was just super offended and for really no reason. I had no reason to be offended. I had no reason to be upset. I had literally no reason to be offended over then the enemy was just trying to come at me and come up with any reason for me to be offended. Excuse me. So as I was tuning into worship, as I was, you know, trying to engage, as I was trying to focus, trying to get the song, I was like, Lord, I need your help. And for one, let me rewind. Let's rewind all the way back to this morning. So I uh, overslept because I took a sinus medicine last night. Um, overslept. <coughs> Excuse me. I overslept and woke up this morning. And I'm supposed to be at church at nine o'clock for praise team practice. Fun fact: my mic cut out, so uh, I'm back. Um, but anyways, fun fact: I'm supposed to be at the church at nine o'clock praise team practice. And, um, I woke up at 8.30. So, um, I live like seven, eight minutes from the church. I don't live far from the church. Uh, but I, um, had to wash my hair because, again, Humble, Open, and Transparent podcast. The, the, the hair, um, I had had enough of dry shampoo. Um, it had reached the point of no return. There was no reviving the hair it was wash day. It was 8.30. I had to wash and dry my hair. And I have to be at the church at 9 o'clock. 
So this girl, Miss Girl, got in the shower. She washed her hair. She blow dried it. Got out the shower. Found an outfit. Put it on, and it was like eight fifty. So I am running down the steps. I'm putting my shoes on. I pull out the driveway about eight fifty-five. Get to the church. It's like not like a little after nine I'm supposed to be there at nine i get there they've already started practice because i told Kristen i'm gonna be late i'm sorry i'm coming i'm on my way i was running late finally got there and they had already started so the enemy was like really on me like you are late like they're gonna be mad at you and you know you know how the enemy does he just gets in your head and starts talking to you and so you know, just different things triggered my offense. You know, the night before, I was battling with the with the spirit of offense. I was just really battling. And I was like, Lord, I trust you. I promise. But why am I so offended right now? You know, I have no reason to be offended. And the enemy just feeds you with all these little lies of why you should be offended, why you should be upset, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, God, I don't want to feel this way. Well, after praise team practice, I go and I sit off by myself, you know, and I'm just really battling him. During prayer, I said, Lord, let me set aside everything I'm feeling right now for whatever reason I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling right now. Let me set it aside so that I can focus on you because ultimately I'm doing this for you. And so what I did after we prayed, I went and I sat by myself because I just wasn't ready to just talk to people. I just wasn't there. And then a a friend of mine came and sat by me and she said, I'm not ready to people. I'm not ready to talk to people. I'm just not ready. And I said, girl, me either. I said, I'm really, I'm just not, I'm not ready to talk to people today. And she said, I'm really battling the spirit of offense. And I said, me too. Me too. And we we talked a little bit on it. I was like, you know, I don't really have a reason to be. We, you know, barely touched on it. But then I changed the conversation and I began to just open myself up to her. Y'all, my mic cut out again. The enemy really don't want me to talk about it. He's offended, okay? Anyways, so we started talking about, you know, we kind of got off the subject. We changed it. We started talking to, you know, I just started opening up to her, just started talking to her about different things, about things in my life, you know, and we hadn't really talked in a, in a little bit, but we just kind of started talking. We had a good conversation and then, you know, it really just took my mind off of being offended, you know, and it just gave me, we laughed, we talked, and it was just a really needed conversation just to have one person to talk to not feel like you have to entertain anybody because she was battling what I was battling in that moment. And in that moment, I was focused on her and she was focused on me. And we both just had a good conversation. I was her shoulder to lean on. She was my shoulder to lean on. Even in a moment, you know, where we really didn't have a reason to feel how we felt. We had somebody to confide in, even if it was just to change the subject, to take our mind off of it. And so I began to, um, you know, we began to transition to start service and I get up on the stage and I'm like, Lord, just have your way. And so instantly I felt just kind of like a shift in me and I was like, I feel something different. I feel, I just feel a little less offended, you know, and I just kind of felt 
Like, I mean, I, I, I was still battling. The enemy was still like, no, you're upset. Things are, things bother you. Everything bothers you. Let me, let me remind you of why you're upset. And I was like, you know what, Lord, I really just need you. And so what we, we started the service with a song called I Enter, Enter the Gates. And it starts with my eyes on your faithfulness. Oh God, let me not forget to sing in the valley and look towards your goodness. My heart set on who you are. You're the light that consumes the dark. My joy and my strength to lift up my hands and sing. I enter the gates with nothing but thanks. I want to magnify your worth. I want to bring you more than words. I enter the gates, come reckless with praise. I bring a heart that wants you first, all for your glory. And if those words did not completely wreck everything I had felt that morning. Because it says, my eyes on you, on your faithfulness. Oh God, let me not forget to sing in the valley. It doesn't say when I, it doesn't say when I get to the valley or when I've walked out of the valley to sing in the valley. Oh, let me not forget that the valley that I'm in, I can sing in it. You know, not when I'm preparing for it, not when I see it off in the distance. No, when I'm in the middle of it, I can sing in the valley and look towards your goodness. My heart set on who you are. My heart not set on offense or what the enemy's trying to convince me I'm set on. My heart set on who you are. You're the light that consumes the dark, all the darkness the enemy's trying to plant in me. You're the light that consumes the dark, the joy and the strength to lift up my hands and sing. I can't be offended when I'm acting joyful, okay? I can't be. The only thing I can be offended on is that you're not joyful with me. That's the only reason I have the right to be offended. Is I'm like, why aren't you happy? Let's get, let's get joyful, you know? But... You can't be joyful and offended. You just can't. So the joy and the strength to lift up my hands and sing, I enter the gates with nothing. Period. You can end it there. I enter the gates with nothing but thanks. That means I can't walk in to the gates with offense, with pride, with guilt. I'm leaving that mess outside the gate so that I can walk in the fullness and the freedom of the gate. I enter the gate with nothing but thanks. I want to magnify your words. I want to bring you more than words. I don't want to come in with pride and offense. I'm leaving that crap outside. I'm done with it. I enter the gates with nothing but thanks. And there was a complete shift when I began to sing that song. And I heard the words differently than I've ever heard the words. And the Lord said to me, clap for others the way you would want them to clap for you. And I said, Jesus, what are you trying to say? He said, until your time comes, clap for others. And I said, Jesus, forgive me. Forgive me. 
Because when you clap for others, when it's not your time, you're clapping for the Lord because it's their time, because it was God-ordained. There was nothing, there is nothing that has happened on this earth that God is not aware of. And until it's your time, clap for others. And the Lord has been battling with me over that. I've been battling with the spirit of pride and the spirit of offense for so long that I'm fed up with it. And I said, Lord, forgive me for being so prideful because what I'm doing when I'm putting down that other person in my mind, what I'm doing when I'm battling with my flesh, what I'm doing is I'm not clapping for the Lord and for his plan. So when we are offended, when we are battling with that spirit of offense, why them and not me? Why her and not me? Why this and not me? Why this situation? Why do they get what I don't have? Why do, why don't why not me? Why did I why did I get all the bad genes? Why did I get all these issues? Why did I get all of these troubles? Why did I get all these because we battle with that spirit of offense whether we want to admit it or not? We battle with that pride. We battle with that offense. And what the Lord is saying is when you are angry over something that I have ordained, you are cursing something I have blessed. The Lord has ordained everything that has happened. He has turned everything to good. The Bible says, he works all things to the good of those who love the Lord. And if 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 he has given somebody an opportunity before you, it's not because he doesn't have something planned for you, but that it's not your time. And it is time for him to use that person. And until it's your time to walk in that platform, to walk in that area, to walk in that branch of ministry, to walk in that area. Clap for the ones that God is ordaining and laying his hands over and anointing. David did not once slash Saul up. He did not once take the throne from Saul. He said, I will not lay a hand on God's anointed. David could have got offended and said, you know what? He's already given me the title, give me the throne, but he didn't. Shoo. He said, I will not lay a hand on God's anointed. He had more opportunities to kill Saul than we think. Lord, he knew where he laid his head at night. He had every right to shut him down. But he didn't. Because he knew that what that was whew, was God's hand. God, at some point in time, had his hand on Saul and he anointed him as king. And until the end of Saul's reign, David was always going to be underneath Saul. In the spirit, he was right with God. But on earth, he was not, he, he, it wasn't his position yet. So, when, when we see others in a position we feel we deserve, 
or maybe not even something we feel we deserve, but something God's called us to. When we feel somebody, when we see somebody else in a position we feel called to, it's so easy for us to say, but God, you anointed me for this. You anointed me for this time. You anointed me to do that. Why is it being given to someone else? And he says, clap for those who I have my hand on and I have anointed until it's your time. Because if I'm not clapping for them and if I'm not behind them and if I'm not supporting them and if I don't lift them up and love them, then I am completely disregarding that something that God has blessed. So I want to leave you guys with a word of encouragement. I'm preaching to myself, but the Lord has already given this to me. And I mean, it has hit me and has wrecked me. And I can honestly say, tonight was a turning point for me. Today was a turning point for me. Today I laid down pride and offense. And it was a turning point for me today. When the Lord said that, when the Lord said clap for others the way you would want them to clap for you, I thought about how would I feel if I knew that people thought about me the way that I think about others. Because there have been thoughts that I have thought towards people, to God, towards God's anointed. There have been thoughts that I have thought about the very people God has ordained in a specific position for a specific time. There have been thoughts that have popped into my head on the anointed out of pride and out of offense. That if I knew that somebody felt the same way about me, I would be broken. And when the Lord told me, clap for others until it's your time and the way that you would want them to clap for you. I think about love your neighbor as yourself, that verse Love your neighbor as yourself. And you know we hear the golden rule. Treat others the way that you want to be treated. But when you word it differently. And you make it personal. When the Lord words it differently. And makes it personal. Because he spoke it to me. He said Leah Grace. You got to learn. To humble yourself. And clap for others. The way you would want them. To clap for you. Because, you know, love your neighbor as yourself. You know, how would you want somebody? Would you want somebody to say, you didn't deserve that? Why are you in that position? I know who you were 
back when you were in high school. I knew who you were on Instagram five years ago. I knew who you were in those DMs. I knew who you were back a month ago when you were out partying and drinking. I knew who you were. What made you deserve it? What better are you than me? Would you rather somebody say that to you? Or would you rather them say, I am so proud of you. I know the Lord is going to use you in mighty ways. I can't wait to see your growth. I can't wait to see what he does through you. I can't wait to see what he does in you and to you. I can't wait to watch God's plan unfold. I can't wait to watch you be used. Which would you rather someone say to you? And that's what I want to end this with. How would you want someone to talk about the calling, the anointing, and the opportunities God is giving you? Would you want them To say you didn't deserve it. I deserved it over you. What better are you than me? Or would you rather them look at you. With a humble and open and transparent heart. Filled with so much love and gratitude. Saying I am so proud of you. And I can't wait. To see God use you.